Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today, we're getting into the holiday spirit and sharing one of our favorite holiday stories. Dinosaur Christmas by Daniel Hines was originally released last year around this time and features an original song performed by Kelsey Lee. Stay tuned for another installment of Firefly Recoil, book two of the Firefly trilogy, which will be released next week. Happy holidays to you and yours. Enjoy the episode. Dinosaur Christmas It was Christmas Eve, and dinosaurs all over the Great Valley were looking forward to the next morning. In their nests and caves and trees, they settled in early, trying to sleep so Santa would come. Their giant dinosaur eyes pressed tightly shut until their giant dinosaur snores came from their giant dinosaur mouths. They were all wishing for presents, for bones and leaves and shiny rocks, All, except for one, the great T-Rex, most feared of all the dinosaurs, had a different Christmas wish. All she wanted was a friend. Are you there, Santa? It's me, Roxy. I feel like I've been a pretty good T-Rex this year. I didn't eat anyone just for fun, and I didn't stomp on any little dinosaurs, not even when they were being really super annoying. I figure I gotta be on the nice list, and if you could just bring me a friend, just one friend, well, I'd really appreciate it. Roxy really was a very nice T-Rex. The problem was that T-Rexes just look so scary. All the other dinosaurs ran away when she came near. Roxy tried to smile at them, to seem more friendly, but that just showed off her foot-long, razor-sharp teeth, and that made things even worse. So, it was with visions of a new friend that Roxy the Rex laid down her head and finally fell asleep. The next morning, she woke up and stretched from her giant head to her giant tail with a giant roar. Then, under the little tree she had carefully put by her nest, she saw it. A present! It was a box wrapped all in red paper, and on the top it said, To Roxy, love Santa. A friend! A friend from Santa! Roxy bent down to get the gift, but with her great big body and little arms, she wasn't able to pick it up. She tried and tried, flailing her arms this way and that, but she just couldn't get at the present to unwrap it. Finally, after what felt like a hundred unsuccessful tries, she gave up. Aw, stupid arms! I can't get it open! She thought about tearing it open with her mouth, but her teeth were just too strong. There was no way she could open it without also hurting the friend she was sure was inside. But maybe, if she was very gentle, she could carry it. Carry it to some other dinosaur who could help her get it open. Nice and easy, she said, and ever so carefully picked up the present in her mighty jaws. And then she was off to find someone to help her open up her friend. Lumbering through the trees, she soon came upon a Pachycephalosaurus. His head was a solid helmet of bone, and he was one of the tougher dinosaurs in the valley. Still, he usually would have run from the T-Rex, but it was Christmas and she was carrying a present in her mouth, so he was too curious to move. Mm, Merry Christmas, Rex. Is that a present for me? With tender care, Roxy set the box down on the ground. 
Packy, I'm Roxy, and this is my present from Santa. I'm awfully sorry to bother you, but could you help me open it? Mm, Roxy, I'm Patrick. He eyed the present suspiciously. Why can't you open it yourself? I have these little arms, Roxy cried, wiggling them up and down to prove it. Mm, I guess that's so. Let me take a crack at it. Pat stepped up and tried, but his own arms were barely bigger than Roxy's, and he too couldn't get it open. I've got little arms too, I'm afraid, but maybe if I use my ramming head. No, you'll break the box. Well, is it that fragile? It's the most fragile. It has a friend inside. A friend? In a box? Yes, I asked Santa for a friend, and when I woke up, this present was under my tree, so it must be a friend. Mm, well, I can't get it open, but I've never seen a friend in a box before. Would you mind if I came along with you until you can get it open? You can come, but no headbutting. Oh, how about just one headbutt, just to see how it feels? No! Oh, fine, fine, no headbutting. And together they set off, lumbering through the valley. Noisy as they were, it wasn't long before they disturbed the nest of a very matronly pterodactyl. What's all this ruckus? she said from her nest atop a thick red tree. My babies are trying to sleep. Roxy set the present down again. Sorry up there. We're just looking for someone to help us unwrap this present from Santa. Maybe you could give us a hand? A T-Rex, cried the pterodactyl. What is this? Some trick to eat us all up? Mm, is that you, Tara? It's me, Pat. She's telling the truth. She's got a present from Santa down here, and we need help getting it open. Why can't you open it yourselves? We have these little arms, Roxy cried, wiggling them up and down to prove it. Tara flew down to the ground, but it was clear right away that she wouldn't be able to help. She had no arms, only wings tipped with sharp nails. Sorry, maybe I could peck it open? No, my friend is in there. A friend? In a box? Yes, I asked Santa for a friend, and when I woke up, this present was under my tree, so it must be a friend. I've never seen a friend in a box before. Do you mind if I tag along until you get it open? Sure, you can come. From the nest above, there came a chorus of peep, peep, peeps. And now we've woken my babies up. Looks like they're coming too. Tara lowered all her babies to the ground, and altogether, they set off across the valley. Next, they ran into a stegosaurus. He had no hands at all, and dull, blocky teeth besides. But he was too intrigued by the friend in the box, so he came along. The same was true for the Triceratops, Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus, and Parasaurolophus. And they all came along, too. Before long, Roxy was leading a big crowd of dinosaurs across the valley. It's no use, she said finally. I'll never get bigger arms. I'll never get this present unwrapped, and I'll never get a friend. She sat down with a crash and began to cry giant dinosaur tears. The baby pterodactyls splashed and played in the puddles they made. 
Roxy smiled at them and let them climb up her big feet and jump off again into the water. I didn't want to suggest this earlier, but there is one group of dinosaurs I know who can open the present. But I don't think anyone's going to like it much. Really, Pat? Who? Tell me. Pat looked around at the group of dinosaurs, pausing for dramatic effect. The raptors! There were gasps of surprise, gasps of fear, and gasps of emotions even more complicated. The raptors are dangerous, said Tara. What if they attack us? Mm, Where with Roxy? She's the biggest, most dangerous dinosaur of all, and she's been perfectly nice. Besides, if they try anything... I'll give him the old headbutt. The other dinosaurs started to argue, but Roxy had made up her mind. We're going to see the raptors. Roxy and the crowd walked slowly into the raptors' territory among the trees. Old gnawed bones laid here and there on the ground, and deep claw marks were evident on every tree. Hello? Raptors? Are you here? Suddenly, there was movement all around them. Sleek shadows flitted from tree to tree, and then the raptors emerged. Five, ten, fifteen, and more. So many that Roxy couldn't even count them all. All of them had large, needle-toothed mouths and cunning, clawed hands and suspicious yellow eyes. The largest one slipped from the trees and stood in front of Roxy. So, Rex, you've come to challenge the raptors. And you've brought friends. Well, I'm Grant, the leader of this pack, and we'll take you all on if we have to. Roxy quickly dropped the present on the ground. You don't have to! You don't have to! We're not here to fight. I'm Roxy, and I got this present from Santa. None of us can open it, though. The raptors circled warily. Grant sniffed the box and nudged it with his striped snout. A present? Why don't you open it yourself? We have these little arms, they cried, wiggling them up and down to prove it. And I only have feet, the stegosaurus chimed in. Hmm, why not use your teeth? No, my friend is in there. A friend? In a box? Yes, I asked Santa for a friend, and when I woke up, this present was under my tree. So it must be a friend. I've never seen a friend in a box before, admitted the raptor. I guess I could help you out. Really? You will? Sure, you've got me curious. And with that, Grant reached out his clever claws and neatly tore the paper from the box and lifted the lid. Hmm, doesn't look like a friend to me, Pat said. Inside the box was nothing but Christmas decorations. Strings of shiny lights and colored balls and trays of cookies and all sorts of things. All sorts of things except for a friend. Roxy began to cry. Then she began to sob. Then she began to wail. Tara put a gentle wing over Roxy's shoulder, even though she had to climb up her back to do it. There, there. We got the present open. There's no reason to cry. Roxy wailed again and stuttered out between sobs. I'll never have a friend. But Roxy, I'll be your friend. Really? 
You're the nicest, sweetest, gentlest T-Rex I've ever met, and you let my little ones play on your feet. I'd be proud to be your friend. Oh, me too. You're a tough guy like me, and you look like you could give a good headbutt. One by one, the other dinosaurs all agreed that Roxy would make a very good friend, even if she was large, and even if her smile with the foot-long teeth was a little scary. We'll be your friend too, all of us raptors, said Grant. You're too big to fight. Being friends sounds a whole lot better. Roxy snuffled one last time and broke out into the widest, giantest, toothiest grin of her life. Really? Really, really? You all mean it? They all did. And that's when Roxy realized the genius of Santa's plan. The present she had carried had brought her friends after all. And all that stuff inside? Well, it was just perfect to throw the first annual dinosaur Christmas party. It's a dinosaur Christmas party. Shake your prehistoric body. You know Jurassic's the place to be. We're gonna party like it's 99 million BC. It's a dinosaur Christmas for me. It's a dinosaur Christmas party. Unwrap presents the T-Rex said With little arms and this great big head With a tank of Santa she used her snout And she found some friends to help her out That's what Dinosaur Christmas is all about That's what Dinosaur Christmas is all about It's a Dinosaur Christmas party your prehistoric body You know Jurassic's the place to be We're gonna party like it's 99 million BC It's a dinosaur Christmas for me It's a dinosaur Christmas party So come on, get a carol and stroll Let your glasses clink We're gonna party so hard That we go extinct That's the dinosaur Christmas dream That's the dinosaur Christmas dream It's a dinosaur Christmas party Shake your prehistoric body You know Jurassic's the place to be We're gonna party like it's 99 million BC It's a dinosaur Christmas for me It's a dinosaur Christmas party You know the party's rolling When the pterodactyl's soaring And the brontosaurus neck in the hall Well, you can make a move And watch the raptors place to be we're gonna party like it's 99 million bc it's a dinosaur christmas for me it's a dinosaur christmas party
dinosaur Christmas party. Shake your prehistoric body. You know Jurassic's the place to be. We're gonna party like it's 99 million BC. It's a dinosaur Christmas for me. It's a dinosaur Christmas party. The End Today's story, Dinosaur Christmas, was an original story written by Daniel Hines, performed by me, Amanda Weldon, with an original song written and performed by Kelsey Lee with lyrics by Daniel Hines. Stay tuned for another installment of Firefly Recoil, book two of the Firefly trilogy, which will be released next week. Thanks for listening!